You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. It's time for the Dragon Con Report, a podcast dedicated to help newcomers and veterans prepare for the upcoming annual convention in downtown Atlanta. With interviews, advice, and news from the pros and fans alike, be careful, you never know, you might actually learn something. Howdy everyone and welcome to the ninth and final episode of the 2019 Dragon Con Con Report. <sighs> <laughs> yes, uh, we, could all, we could all release a collective sigh. Dragon Con has come and gone and we are all very much still in recovery mode. Uh, I'm your host, Mike Gordon. I'm pleased to introduce you to the rest of our station crew uh, who survived the uh, five-day weekend, although for some of us it was more. Uh, of course, Director Mike Faber is here. Survived is such a technical word for this, Mikey. You know, I, I have aches and pains I didn't think I had aches and pains from. And, you know, my head still hasn't completely sobered up from Darren's uh, apple pie I tried on Sunday night. You're welcome. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And, and, of course, you just heard Darren is back. Yeah, I'm back. When, Completely and, you know, not hungover. It is surprising <laughs> that so many of us have survived after sampling your pie. Man, that was that was a lethal concoction, sir. <laughs> you're, you're welcome. This is what happens when someone's about to move and they want to empty large liquor bottles. <laughs> that, to, to avoid moving them. He puts it in pie. <laughs> That was like. Is, is Daniel okay? Did Daniel? Did we have a Daniel sighting after that event? <laughs> I, he actually I, I, wrote I, me the next day. Yeah. Okay. Good. good. I was. I was concerned. He, so. Yeah. Oof, man, that was. Oh. That was so he's. A, he's. He's a. He's a big guy. You know. I figured he could take it. No. <laughs> no. 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 I, I was mistaken. Judy was able. Boy, to take was it more I mistaken. Was. Well, Ju- Judy's had more narcotics, apparently. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, but it was funny because we had two. We had my pie going around, and then we had yours, and we were like going the the mellow Faber pie, and then there's Darren's that will just rip your stomach out right there. Yeah, (laughs) Darren's was. I'm going to get you drunk now. I don't have time to wait. I've got a schedule to keep. There was the there was the velvet glove, and then the punch in the throat. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, also, with joining us is Mary Lou, who I guess was at Dragon Con, but I didn't get the chance to see her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, it was a busy one. They it all was are, a busy but, one. Uh, and sometimes, yeah, sometimes we get to see each other. Sometimes we don't. And I'm sorry. <laughs> I usually see. I usually see you guys at least once. Um, not always, Darren, but um, I usually well, I ran see you, I ran you the mics at least once. Once well, when I, you were yes. in costume, and then the other time when in the next morning, which I was shocked, you actually made it to. <laughs> but, yes. but I was giving you pie, so I guess that's the reason why. I, I guess that's the key. If you want to meet up with Mary, just make sure you have some pie on you. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, you know, I was I was shocked I was up at that time too, but you know, it is what uh, it is. we also have with us Jennifer Adams. Hi, Faber, I still need your recipe because that was <laughs> delicious. 
<laughs> no problem. I'll get it to you before the end of the show. <laughs> so it was, uh, and and overall, was the was the con a great experience for all of you? Yep. Oh yeah. As yeah. usual. Yeah. <laughs> Awesome. Well, I can't wait to discuss it in more details. Uh, but uh, also a reminder that we will also be chatting with our New Zealand newbie, uh, Alyssa, on her experience at DragonCon 2019. Mikey, Mikey, later. she's not a newbie anymore. She survived. Yeah. Her cherry has yeah. been popped. <laughs> she, she, she's right. officially one of us. Well, exactly. and, and technically us. she's not, I mean, she lives in New Zealand, but she's not a, a native New Zealand. Uh, but, uh, you know, it just sounded good. Sorry. I just uh, take artistic <laughs> yeah. license with that, right? Um, we are a proud member of the ESO Network. Be sure to check out the Amazon link at the top of the ESONetwork.com site. It doesn't cost you any more to purchase your stuff, and it really does help us out a lot. Uh, we also have a T Public store filled with all kinds of cool designs, one of which I saw at the convention worn by somebody. So... Uh, Kenneth, thank you so much. That and it was a Dragon Con Con Report T-shirt, guys. Yeah, was, he, he was wearing wow. a Con Report T-shirt, and of course, the first thing he asked me when he saw me was, "Where's my drink?" <laughs> but you did warn everybody to ask. You did. <laughs> I did. I, but I also said that I said we'd have to be near a bar, and unfortunately, we weren't really near a bar. So everywhere at Dragon Con is near a bar, Mike. Come Seriously, on. was I in the building? <laughs> yeah, hello. <laughs> Come on, your pocket is a bar. So, uh, but he did not leave empty-handed. So uh, I really appreciate that. That was awesome. Uh, so you can get those shirts at RT Public Store, um, and there's a link for that on our ESO Network page. Uh, we also have a Patreon, and and with the Patreon page, we've already released a. If you want to hear all of us network folks uh, sampling various kinds of pie. You want you have to join our patron because that's where you'll be able to listen to that episode. And that's proof that you know Darren's oh, it's pie proof. was it's high proof. high proof. It's very it's 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 a lot of proof. We saw the actually. fumes in the room f- to prove it, you know. <laughs> and poor Daniel slurs his way through that. Uh, poor Daniel, I'm sorry, Daniel. <laughs> I didn't know what I was doing. So yes, we had an es work recording that uh, we released to uh, our patreon page and that's a uh, patreon exclusive so if you want to check that out uh just uh, it doesn't re- require much uh, what is it mike just a few cents a month right uh at the five dollar level is where you start getting the podcast the exclusive oh gotcha podcast. okay right because for so the a do- few cents a, a week yeah exactly well basically there's the dollar level and that's basically here's fi- here's a dollar a month you know, 25 cents a week. And, you know, thank you so much for helping ESO out. We do appreciate it, even at the dollar level. At the $5 level, that's where you start getting free content. And you get any of the Earth Station One podcasts, Earth Station Who, and the Dragon Con Report 48 hours before the rest of the crew does. Then at the $10 level, you get uh, possibly to be on one of the podcasts you get to be in the geek seat you know you get extra stuff like that and then at the 15 dollar level which is the super bonzo level and jennifer actually is one of our donors <laughs> for that <laughs> and she got to actually be on our panel at dragon con talking about galaxy quest because of that so it was actually not that we wouldn't want her on a panel anyway. Right. She was pretty <laughs> she, awesome. But you know, she she buys her way under the And, I, and I got a, a nifty ESO network uh decal in the mail 
uh, last week for my car too. So. Yep. So she now has a window sticker too. That's also another bonus you get. And we'll be doing like magnets. We'll be doing different kind of cool swag for members of the patrons. And thank you for everyone who has joined up with us. And we've gotten a couple new ones since Dragon Con. So thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. And that's the, that one episode that uh, we released is just the start of our Dragon Con exclusives. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I know, Mike, you recorded a lot of panels. Mm-hmm. Uh, we actually just posted this last week. We posted the Russian doll panel we did through the American sci-fi track. And it was a lot of fun talking about the Netflix show. And we got probably this next week, we're going to have the James Bond panel up. So it should be a lot of fun. Awesome. We're going to be so. putting uh, probably once a week, we're going to be putting up different uh, Dragon Con panels. And so, you know, definitely it's, it's kind of exclusive to ev- everyone on our Patreon. And it's pretty awesome. Yeah, it really is awesome. And we, yeah, with Dragon Con gives us enough material that we can release like almost for a whole year. <laughs> if we if we recorded it, like, if we released one, Why are one we a month, doing right? those other podcasts? Like, let's just record at Dragon Con. <laughs> exactly. Dragon Con all year long now. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Well, that's what we're trying, right? You know, <laughs> and plus, you got to do something. I mean, we're going to be off for three months uh, here on the DragonCon report, so we got to rest up and get ready for the 2020 season. Um, and I'm going to talk about that in a little bit. But if you would like to leave feedback or comment on the show, please call our feedback line. We actually we don't have a feedback line anymore. Sorry, no, we don't. <laughs> no, we but, don't. But you can email us or send us an audio comment at DragonConReport at ESONetwork.com. We're also on Facebook. Um, we're on all the social media. So reach out to us. We love talking to you guys, especially about DragonCon. Yep. All right. Exactly. So we're going to get started with some news. Um, not a ton of news, but there is some items. Uh, first of all, as far as the wrap-up goes, um, DragonCon recorded a record 85,000 people for 2019 officially that's the, that's the official number um now that is my understanding is that is attendees and that is uh multi-day attendees is that correct am i understanding that right yes sir okay so um if it felt like more it probably was <laughs> so um but that's a question for you guys real quick um despite the fact that it was eighty-five thousand people more people officially than any other year do you guys feel like that the crowds were manageable? I felt very yeah. much like last year that it didn't seem like it was that many people until you turned the corner and saw the line for the vendor hall. Like it just, it, it wasn't really crowded in a lot of the spots that I went to. It's, it, even Marriott, Marriott, I used to like be really uncomfortable in at night and I walked around and didn't get bumped into. Nobody spilled drinks on me. It was very weird. <laughs> yeah the vendor hall line was something yeah, uh, yeah. that that uh you know i that was entertaining I, I got i got a chance to walk by it uh every morning and uh whoo and throughout a couple days and my goodness anybody who came to see me at the uh comic and pop artist alley thank you thank you thank you for putting up with that last and foremost although i understand from a lot of people that it was long but it moved uh, mm-hmm. it moved quite uh, quite well and and actually wasn't that a bad experience from what i understand no the line only lasted and went only as far as the airport it wasn't too too bad <laughs> 
So uh, the attendance was a little bit of a bump from the last previous two years. Cause it, I think they, they um, uh, drew, you know, like something like um, 80,000 people the last couple of years. And we thought maybe it was kind of topping off, but nope, this year proved that you can go a little bit more. Um, uh, and it's interesting when you compare that to the football game that was going on that same weekend at Mercedes Benz stadium that drew 72,000 people. So that's like a, like, man, that's, that's just a lot of people. And, and to think that like almost everybody at Dragon Con could have fit in the Mercedes-Benz stadium, which is amazing to think about. And you'd still have people griping. Oh, I have to wait this long for David Tennant. Wow. Yeah. Well, well, yeah, that's life. Exactly. (laughs) Um, the event also raised more than $110,000 for the official charity, which, of course, was the American Heart Association, Georgia affiliate. So awesome, awesome, awesome. That is, it's an amazing success just in that, in that front alone. Bigger attendance um, and the fact that it didn't really, um, uh, it wasn't really like, it was, it was really manageable. And the fact that they, they, you know, made that much for charity. I think that's awesome. Of course, they've announced um, the 2020 show. Uh, The dates for the 2020 show are, I had them in front of me. (laughs) That is uh, Thursday, September 3rd through Monday, September 7th. No August. (laughs) No August dates next year. Uh, September 3rd through September 7th. Um, That'll be really weird. Yeah. There's uh so we got that, that that means we've got a little bit more time to prepare, right? Like a few more days. Yeah, yeah that week's yeah. not gonna matter. No. <laughs> is that how that works? I don't know. <laughs> that is not how any of this works. We've been through this, we'll get to August, we'll all be panicking. Thank you, have a nice day. Um twenty twenty <laughs> membership passes, five day passes are on sale. Uh right now. You can get them for ninety five dollars. They just went 95. up actually to ninety five. So, oh yeah, that's true. They did just go up. So, um, and they're just going to keep going up. Uh, the more the, the closer you get. Too. Oh, is there? Yeah, yeah the, that's the new service that they have. The service charge. Uh, gotcha. Uh, Five dollars. Like, oh, they're doing like Ticketmaster. No more blue postcards anymore. Yeah, it's all through GrowTix now. Oh, that's an interesting note. Okay. No Thanks more postcards to lose in six months. So, I so that they let me save my postcard, so I'm going to like scan it in and turn it into something to put as part of a costume for next year. <laughs> <laughs> Marriott carpet postcards. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Don't, yeah. Uh. And FedEx John, you know. <laughs> MB- oh, MB- FedEx John. Oh, poor John. Poor John. Wow, yes. Not poor John. He's in the group now. He, he sent a message to everybody. He's part of it now. That is a, uh, yeah, I, I'll be curious. Yeah. I was, I knew that John was going to come into play sometime tonight because that was just a, an amazing thing that happens. Only that at was Dragon hilarious. It's a Dragon Con like phenomenon. Peak Dragon Con. Yep. Totally. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so I guess with its charges, then we're saying that uh, right now membership passes are a hundred dollars. Um, but I, anybody who goes to Dragon Con, I think will tell you that that's, that's a bargain. Yes. Yeah. For everything that you get at Dragon Con, at $100 is like the best $100 you'll spend. Yep. Um, um, and for those people who are curious, you can, you can get an eternal membership, which means you <laughs> never have to pay for uh, a membership ever again. 
That How is... much is it, Johnny? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know about service charges. Uh, there might be a $5 charge added to this as well. <laughs> uh, but, but it is uh, $3,000. Yeah. Oh, oh. Only, only $3,000. What a bargain. Wow. So that means you would have to go for like 25 to 30 years before you kind of got your money yeah, right. I think this is something for the thirty-year-old. Yeah, I was say, most of us on I'm just going to hedge my bets yeah. now. I think go, Mary, you know would, Mary would be the only one on this show who could take advantage of that and it'd be worth it <laughs> and feel good about it. But she's on staff, so you know. I've thought about. I keep thinking about it. I keep being like. Ooh, I got some Christmas money. I could buy an eternal membership to DragonCon. And then I'm like, you've never bought a badge, idiot. Why would you even think about that? You're so stupid. <laughs> Doesn't you say, yeah, Carol, see? I'm not, yeah, I'm not in your club anymore. <laughs> well, that's not true. I have bought my first $25 volunteer badge. Your first year as a volunteer costs oh, that's 25 true. That's true, yeah. I have, I have bought that one. Okay. <laughs> wow. The, uh, also in the news, the Hunger Games have begun. Uh, of course they have. And it already ended at some of the, play, some of the hotels. <laughs> yes. uh, rooms at the Westin uh, were made available last week. Um, and are no longer available. Okay. <laughs> um, Shocking no one. <laughs> right. I I believe that the Marriott is next. Is that true? Yeah, like October 8th or 12th or something like that. I've, I've been hearing yeah. different things because I've heard the first. Mm. So, so, yeah. There, there's um, Go to the DragonCon website, folks, to get official because we're not experts at this. We keep yeah. on telling you that no. throughout the show. Yeah. We're not the word of God for Dragon Con. Or that would, that would that would be Mary. So you know she is the word of God for. No, she's stopped that. Oh, good lord! <laughs> <laughs> I don't need that responsibility. <laughs> or check out the Dragon Con Hotel Connection on Facebook because they tend to get information a little bit faster. Absolutely, yes. and it's and it's always changing. You know, yeah. and Brilliant. and uh, I do know that the Mary uh, the when the Weston went on sale. Uh, from people I know who got rooms, they said it was an ordeal. That the, oh, I believe that it. The yeah. information that DragonCon had put out there about how to get a room was not actually the best course of action. I was to have. Well, yeah, pa- Paskey never worked for anyone that I saw. <laughs> so, no, Paskey <laughs> is the work of the devil. So, uh, But <laughs> I will say, after all of spending almost all of last year, Wondering if I was going to have a hotel room and a place to stay for Dragon Con 2019. I will not have that concern for 2020 because I have a room at the West. So, yay, good for you. Woo-hoo. So, I guess right. we know where the ESO recording is next year. Yeah, the West End. <laughs> exactly. And we decided to leave the West End after eight years. So, now we get to enter the Hunger Games again. Goodness. Ooh, now, can I, can I ask, is, is, do you not? So, you got her room, room Mike. Oh, what, Mike? Do you not care for the Westin anymore? Um, just well, I've I've been there since my third year at DragonCon, uh, and it's just really the vibe has changed, and the way the staff treats people has changed, and the Ooh. um, it's no good. The elevators have gotten worse. Now I expect bad elevators everywhere, but they've it used to just not be a problem. But like two years in a row with elevators breaking down, one like once on checkout day. And you had 200 people who had to climb down 50 flights of stairs with their oh. luggage. Oh, hell no. Uh, and that's happened twice. 
not in the past two years, but you know, the, the elevators break down there every year and it just happens at really bad times. And, um, they, well, I didn't realize they were going to get rid of the deposit this year. Like last year they changed it all of a sudden and made you pay two nights deposit this year. There's no deposit. No, there uh, and, a depo- there's a one night deposit. Oh, well then they, that's the other information that Dragon Con had posted. It yeah, said they, deposit. They, they, there was a one night deposit, uh, at check-in. I mean, at when you made the reservation, non-refundable okay. of course. Yeah. And then on April 1st, they're going to take out the rest. Right. Which, and that's what last year it was two nights and then April, uh, why I hate it when they use that date because I never take it seriously. Are you really going to take it out on April first? Are you just kidding me? April Fool's exactly. Also, we have a diabetic in our group, so I need a place that can guarantee me a fridge because we have medication that has to be kept at a particular temperature. And we've always checked in Wednesday morning at like ten a.m. and used to be able to get a fridge no problem, but the past three years they're all gone by ten. Wow. And they've also started doing the, even if you booked a queen room, you're not necessarily going to get a queen room, which we have now gotten stuck with that two years in a row. We got stuck with a king and having to pay extra for a rollaway. So, yeah, that's no. And I know that's, that's, un- that's uncool. That does happen at other, I know it's common to happen at plenty of the host hotels. I just I want to try my luck somewhere else. Well, I know with my hotel that we were at this year, they messed up on our reservation originally. And to help make up for it, they were going to give us a roll away. And they weren't going to charge us at all for that. You know, they said, you know, we can get you a cot at no at no no extra charge. And that's what should happen. Yeah, of course. I agree completely. If you, if you uh-huh. can't get, you know, if you can't give me what I paid for and what I booked, then that's not my fault. <laughs> Especially when it's non-refundable. Yeah. And this has always been my complaint. You wouldn't book any other vacation and not have a refund option. Right. You know, uh, people book cruises. They go to Disney, yada, yada, yada. They buy trip insurance in case something happens at the last minute. They can't show up. Right. But these hotels have taken it upon themselves to be like, well, we're just going to charge you no matter what, because we know at, at August 16th, when you find out that you can't come because you have a funeral to attend or whatever, some emergency that comes up with your family, you need to go, you need to be there. And they're like, they're going to take your money. Thank you, please. And now they can sell that room again at an even higher rate. Yeah. They look at it as a win-win yep. period. Yeah, it's not, it's not hurting them at all. No, not at all. If you went to any of the chain hotels in a different city any other weekend, you'd be treated completely differently. Yeah. Well, that I mean that is kind of true, but unless you're like, I mean, look, it's the same kind of thing if you go to San Diego. Uh, it, it, yeah. That that hotel, um, yeah, it's just the same. It's just the same madness, and it's unfortunate. Um, and I don't like a lot of elements of it either. Um, but, you know, it's one of those things that it's just, you know, I, we did find out this year that there is a contingency where the hotel will give you a refund. And that's if Legionnaire's disease breaks out in your hotel. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so there is exceptions to that, obviously. Um, and, you know, I mean, I think it's, it's not going to keep me from going. I'm still going to go. I'm still going right. to get a yeah. hotel room. You just <laughs> have to you just have to know all that in advance. And yeah. once you know all that, you're like, OK, this is just something I have to deal with. Right. Uh, if I'm going to stay at one of those hotels, this is something I have to deal with. And, you know, I've stayed at the Marriott quite a few times. This is the first year I stayed at the Hyatt. 
Um, and I will tell you that based on my experience at other, all the other hotels, uh, I will declare that the Hyatt has the worst elevator situation of all the hotels. Totally. So, oh, yeah. Um, uh, and I think it's oh, for I, a simple... Even it's if you're in the simple, tower? Uh, yes. Well, the tower's, <laughs> the tower's fine. If, you're, if you can get in the tower, you're yeah. great, because that's, that's exclusive. But for everybody else... Because you know that the, the it's five elevators, and this year they they blocked some one of them off yep. for room service. Yeah, I well, thought that's it, because, I thought yeah, it because, also was for the restaurant at the top. Right. Yeah, well, that too. That's where the room service was coming from. Yeah. Because they couldn't. Because apparently their service elevator was down. So, um, so yeah, that that's was, what they say. Well, you know. <laughs> um. Uh. So anyway. Um. But you know, I'm. I'm. I'm happy that uh, because two years ago I stayed at the Western for the first time, had a great time. So I'm hoping to repeat that experience. So uh, we'll see. But uh, I wish everybody else well as they try to get their rooms in the next uh, month or so, because probably by the time this airs, all of them will be gone. Uh, yes, more than likely. So that's more another, than likely. That's another reason why we don't really spend a lot of time telling you about all the information about hotels is because by the time you listen to this, you you missed out. Yeah, yeah, you're you're done. By the time you listen, I mean, you should be looking at overflow. Two of the hotels are legacy, so you won't be able to get in those anyway. Yeah, um, uh, the Hilton and the Sheridan, right? And, yes. Oh, and, sh- but isn't Sheridan ending legacy? Are they? I heard that this was a rumor that people who stayed at Sheridan this year found out that this would be the last year of legacy. Wow. I, I think I heard that too. Because of Marriott, um, can't confirm it. Yeah, because of Marriott, you know, it being in the Marriott family now, and none of the Marriotts having legacy status. Ah, uh, that makes sense. Yeah. Well. So now, just Hyatt and uh, some people said that Hyatt was talking to them about legacy, but not. I don't know. So Hilton is the gold star right now. What about the Hyatt? <laughs> that they might introduce legacy next next year they already have it or, re- or reintroduce or something because some people lost no they status. they have it oh, okay i've been legacy there for like five years okay uh i, I was like they better not be a idiot i'm gonna freak oh, out. <laughs> <laughs> it was probably somebody who was not in one of the legacy rooms probably being being told they might be able to get it next year okay yeah i don't know what their policy is on like new legacy you know what i mean like new reservations becoming legacy i don't i don't know about all that but they have been i mean the hyatt's been really great to us because we have kind of a weird situation where we have three rooms but they're paid for by two different people and but we want to be near each other so they've been very accommodating they for the first couple days of con they have hours uh where they have a table set up just for legacy reservations and so if you have problems or questions or need special stuff you can go over there and ask and we did last year and they were very accommodating and and this year we got everything we asked for so i don't know if that was like a fluke or whatever but um but it worked out really well for us so like if you can get yourself into one of those situations highly recommend now uh so mary i assume that you have your room already for 2020 Yes, they took out our deposit uh, the week after the convention, something like the week before, one of those. Gotcha. And and I have a room for 2020, so the, I guess <laughs> the three of you just need rooms, right? 
Yeah. Well, I'm waiting, waiting for my hotel to go on sale. <laughs> been, I'm not going to have a hotel room next year. Uh, you you've decided not to do the hotel? Um, uh, my friend who has the legacy reservation is not coming next year. So I am probably going to commute. Change my con up a little bit. What? I know. But how will you get home at night? <laughs> it's called Uber. Sounds expensive. Less expensive than $300 a night for a oh, hotel room. Yeah. I mean, oh, man. You'd have to, we'll you'd have to pay may, me to commute. <laughs> I, I may change my mind between now and then, but right now I'm like, yeah, I could commute. You know? But we'll see. We'll see. It's like, well, how many more months before the con? I've got time. Godspeed. Although a friend of mine said A Loft was already sold out. Wow. Yeah, wow. so. yeah, Aloft, we have friends that stay there a year, and they were letting them book at checkout. There you go. Wow, wow, wow. So. Yeah. So, so I take oh, – sorry, Mike, what? No. Um, Judy and I had talked about maybe going back to one of the host hotels and giving up the hotel that we stay at. But she was like – Judy looked at me and said, no way. I'm waiting for one of those elevators, though. No way. <laughs> So. It is. Uh, I, I will say that was my only real uh, bad experience with the Hyatt. Was that the elevator? The elevator wait a thon. Yeah, yeah. And 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 you know, I would say like there were quite a number of times during Saturday and Sunday where it was really bad. The other times it was manageable. Um, so, um, but that yeah, when it was bad, it was really bad. So, yeah. Um, I mean, I, it shouldn't take you an hour to get to your room. No, no. Uh, I am also not. though thinking about doing the checking out on Tuesday morning. Also, oh my god, highly, highly recommend. It make it's going to change your life. So I don't have to fight with the people getting out. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yep, hundred percent. That's what we do. Actually, I I left Sunday night because I had to get back home for some stuff, and it was like beautiful. It's like it was like nine p.m. or whatever. It was well, it was after the thing we recorded when I got Daniel sloshed. Yeah. Well, that was so that it, was, it was like, way later. It was like eleven or that was like twelve thirty. Yeah, it was way later. So what do I that, know? That, I was that wasn't nine p.m. <laughs> <laughs> that definitely was not nine p.m. I wish it was nine p.m. It felt like nine p.m. <laughs> it was nine p.m. somewhere. Somewhere yeah. in my mind, it was nine p.m. Um, so. All right, so that's enough talk about 2020. Uh, we're got, we got a whole year. We got a, we got a whole year to talk about 2020. Save something for the other episodes. But uh, <laughs> we need to talk about 2019. So I want to hear about everybody's experience at uh, this year, 2019. Uh, Jen, let's start with you. What uh, overall your experience and what were some of the highlights from this year? Uh, let's see. Well, I. I had gone from saying I was going to take it easy on costuming to showing up <laughs> with, with 10. Um, I, ten. Made it, I made it into eight and I'm perfectly okay with that. And I made it in the one that mattered, which was um, I, I did two different versions of Arya from Game of Thrones, including uh, after the sack, sacking of King's Landing. And I made my own custom uh, ash to completely cover myself in. And every time I took a step, you could see a little poof of uh, smoke coming off of me. <laughs> <laughs> and anyone who bumped into me got, like, just covered in ash. Uh, it was really hot and miserable wearing it. But, like, I made it. I, I made it on the floor to get photos. I made it to the group Game of Thrones photo out in the heat in six layers of leather. 
Uh, so I was really proud of myself for that. Um, got to be a panelist for the first time. That was awesome. Yay! Uh, really? What panel was that on? Oh, gee, it was the ESO Network's oh, Galaxy oh, Quest panel. Uh, hey. And then uh, uh, going to this, uh, the Dragon Con Cigar Clubs meetup at the Red Phone booth was a lot of fun. And uh, uh, this year I got to share my party research list with over a thousand other people for the first time. Wow. wow. That, was, that was really a, a great endeavor of yours. I, I meant to point that out as well. I mean, that's you were... I, I mean, for a lot of people, I would imagine you were the, the party directory <laughs> for I, I mean, Dragon Con, right? Yeah, I, I've done it for my group of friends every year uh, just because I have more time to wade through the app and, and be on Facebook and find all these event pages and meetups and stuff. So, uh, yeah, I shared it. I made a group for it. And I did have a lot of people, you know, say I, I referenced this the whole time and that they found it really helpful. I hope to find some ways to improve it a little bit for next year. Uh, but we're, we're now almost at uh, 1,300 members since con. So a- apparently a lot of people were in need and looking for that info. So I, I, I filled a niche. <laughs> yeah, you did. Good for you. Good for you. That's, yeah, I, I'm not surprised. I imagine next year, but then it catches on, you're going to have even, you'll have twice as many people. Yeah, and there's only three moderators. It, it bends in the group, so I've only caught like two people I needed to like kick out, which comparatively, I think that's a really good number, <laughs> considering yeah, how many is. members are in there. So I'm not li- like if we reach like like the unofficial Dragon Con groups numbers, like I'm gonna have to pull in some more people to to help admin. Mm. <laughs> Well, thank you for doing that. That was an amazing, that's a, a great endeavor. And obviously it does, it was, there was a need. So. Yeah. Well, and it wasn't just parties. It was concerts. It was, uh, if, if a photo organizer wanted their group photo to be listed, it was there. Uh, meetups from everything from the, the mermaids of Dragon Con to the cigar folks to, you know, fans of different properties. So it wasn't just parties, um, but just anything that, you know, wasn't like a traditional panel or wasn't going to be listed on the app. You right. know? That's what I was just about to say. I mean, it's a great resource to have in addition to the app because, yeah. you know, between that, between your schedule and the app, I could always look and see what I was missing. <laughs> <laughs> I could always look and be like, okay, these are like 10 other things I could be doing right now. Um, no. but- oh, but one more thing I will say second year to go to kilt blowing. Woo-hoo! Everyone needs to add, like, if you are not going to kilt blowing on Saturday night, folks, you need to do it. It is seriously the best thing ever. It makes fun. It is makes fun. How, how were the lads this year? Oh, so uh, 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 one in particular, Mr. Clean, I was, in oh a, I, was in the second, <laughs> I was in the second row, and our whole side of the room uh, got quite a bit more than we were expecting when he brought his broom up on stage with him. Uh, <laughs> oh my! Did he ride? Did he ride side saddle? Well, or no? He was trying to, you know, act like he was sweeping, and something on his broom caught his kilt and just lifted it completely up above his waist. And oh my! Let's just say he only had on two silver rings. Whoa! Fair, fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. Attaboy. boy. Been Dragon Con right. The whole side a of true my, Scotsman. Yeah, the whole a side of my Scots. room it just all of a sudden went. Oh! <laughs> It was uh, quite the surprising moment. 
<laughs> Wardrobe malfunction. Nice. Take that, Janet Jackson. <laughs> well, awesome. All right. So there's some highlights from you. Mary, what about you? Some highlights? Uh, well, I found out that there's a beer tasting at Dragon Con on Thursday. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. You mean like shocking? Okay, uh, there's a lot of beer being tasted, but it's like an exchange. You mean something like more a, formal? Like you go okay. and you take, you know, local beers that maybe people um, have never had before. Um, anything you want to share, and then you just basically like walk around and show off what you have and see if anyone has something you want to try or if you want to exchange full bottles. People do that too. Um, it was really cool. I met some really nice people and uh, tried a lot of beer that, like, you know, I would never have been able to taste otherwise just because it's local to somewhere I don't live. Um, and probably my favorite part was getting to try the Pupper's beer from Letterkenny. Uh, it is a real beer uh, that they made because of the show. And a couple of people from Canada brought a bunch of cans. So I got to try that. And it was extremely mediocre. So uh you know oh, it's like a really wow. it's a real drinkable lager you know wow. it's kind of something everybody will kind of like you know it's like a budweiser kind of deal so uh i don't know but i really enjoyed that i've been kind of trying to put together something similar on monday night uh but this was way better so forget that we're just gonna go to that <laughs> this thing on thursday <laughs> afternoons yeah, because on uh, I'm not sure is it Monday night or sometime around there they have like a yeah Monday night is party, the alcohol right? disposal party so basically anyone who like bought a bunch of alcohol and is flying home and can't take it on the plane or if you just want to get rid of stuff like um, anything like that you bring it it's Monday night in the Hilton in the basement of the Hilton like where those panel rooms are. Uh, and it's also, you can also bring, yeah, you can bring basically anything that you don't want to take home with you or anything that you want to share. Uh, this year for the first time they had like bartenders. So it's getting really big. This used to be extremely chill. I mean, it's still very chill, but it used to be much more casual. Now they ha- are having like bartenders that can make you a drink or recommend something or just point out where the friggin' vodka is like basically whatever you need. Um, <laughs> you can make your own stuff. Like you don't, you don't have to tip or anything like that. It's not like a formal thing really. Uh, just basically people there to facilitate and help out. Uh, and they had like a bunch of different beers and I mean, you can get real fucked up for free. So sorry. <laughs> do you need to re say that? I forgot. I said the F word. No, 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 fuck that. no, no, I, this I, I don't edit okay. these. <laughs> That's why it always gets the extreme, you know, you know language thing, because I know Mary's on the show and Darren. Hey, so I, I can hold my tongue. Also. I just forgot one time. but it's really fun i highly recommend if you're still around on monday night it's very chill um i mean some people get real drunk but basically my friends and i just go and hang out and exchange whatever and get some stuff we've never tried and whatnot and just basically like try to give it one last college try before you go home and die (laughs) (laughs) Well, and then how many uh, costumes did you end up? Uh, oh gosh, um, I don't know. I should go. I should go back and count. I I took sixteen, I think. Um, and I I'm guessing I probably wore ten or eleven. 
Um, I don't know. I don't, I'll, I'll get you exact numbers here. Let me pull up my spreadsheet on, and I'll let you know. <laughs> my, my 10 <laughs> <laughs> uh, No, that's basically all I do. Like, I don't go to panels. I don't do any of that kind of stuff. So I'm just in and out of my room changing clothes. That's basically my Dragon Con experience. Uh, Brian Humphrey was here in town a few days ago. He told us one of the guys that came through his booth had 32 costumes this year. 32. 32. Like he must have just, that must, uh, did he have a revolving door installed I, to his hotel room? I have, I have no idea. He didn't stay in the Hyatt. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Wow. That's amazing. Um, well, I have to say that even though, I mean, I saw Jen a couple times. Okay. All right. Uh, I was I wrong. I brought you. 13 and I wore 10. So. There you go. Okay. Ah, so there you guys you about yeah. tied. But I, I did see, you know, and I didn't see you at all in person, Mary, at all, but I did see images of you guys both uh, pop up in various friend feeds and all that kind of stuff. And you guys oh, that's have- fun. I like that. Well, thank you. So, uh, well, Jen's got the area thing down. I mean, she just, I mean, <laughs> you, you, you rock that outfit. Like, I mean, it's just like, it's almost scary, right? Well, um, it's one of those where people told me to do it for years and I didn't want to. And then finally I was like, all right, fine. And then you couldn't, you know, I can't, I imagine you can't only, you can walk only like three steps and you have to take a picture with someone every Yeah, every but, but there's like, there's like five Aria doppelgangers that go to Dragon Con. So it's true. It's not yeah. just me. There's, there's, there's a bunch <laughs> of us, like if you just thicken out your eyebrows, you know, and make a certain face at a certain angle, we, we kind of look like her. So, uh, and then, uh, and Mary, of course, your, uh, your Porg crew, uh, was absolutely. Oh, thank you. I really, (laughs) that costume's a lot of fun to wear. (laughs) Um, it's so silly. Um, but, but we really enjoy it a lot. Uh, And and people seem to really like it, which is so crazy. I mean, it's not crazy to me that people like it, but you know, I have some other costumes that like I spent all this time on, you know, they're screen accurate. It costs like hundreds of dollars, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever, whatever, much more involved and, and and impeccably sewn. And these porgs, my friends and I turned out in a weekend. I think each one costs like $30 maybe to make. And like, it's one of the most photographed things we do. <laughs> it's just so mm-hmm. funny. I mean, I don't care. Like I'm not mad about it. Honestly, it's really comfortable and I can get drunk. So like, I don't care, <laughs> but <laughs> now, now did you, did every, were those made separately? Did you all make those separately or was somebody, did somebody um, make We kind of did it together as an assembly line. Uh, so we got a couple of friends. Okay. So there's 11 of us total. Um, and I think, six or seven of us basically did everything because we were the people who lived between Nashville and Atlanta and our Atlanta friends came up for the weekend and basically just turned into an assembly line. One person would fold the fabric, one would cut it, one would serge it, one would sew it onto the sweatshirt uh, and just got them all done in like a day and a half. (laughs) It's, it's a poor. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it kind of is. Yeah. Well, it was, it was funny as heck because I was with Mary Ogle and we were walking through the Marriott and we saw these all these people dressed as porgs. And she says, "Isn't that Mary Lou Who?" And I was like, "And I was like, no, she. Oh my God, it is. No, she has way classier costumes than that nonsense." <laughs> and you were like, "See, you were like, hey, hey." 
But see that that just goes to show you don't need a huge budget to yeah, cosplay. Yeah, absolutely. And our, like we didn't even come up with the idea. You know, our costumes were inspired by Kelly Marie Tran's um, costume when she she was a porg, uh, kind of right after the Last Jedi came out, and we just saw her photo on Twitter, and we're like, oh my god, that's adorable. Um, and plus, that was when people were giving her like so much crap for like whatever yeah, they were seriously. giving her crap about. I don't even think there was anything to give a crap about, but we were like, yeah, she really needs some love. You know, uh, she's awesome. We're really excited that she's in the, the films and um, her costume's adorable. So we just kind of found a way to adapt it and, uh, and mass produce it. <laughs> and then, uh, and then we, it's really comfy, you know, it's just like a giant hoodie and some tights and you get to wear tennis shoes with it. So um, it's really enjoyable for us. Well, the other one I have to point out, too, that uh, I saw a lot of pictures of was, and you have to forgive me because I might mess up the reference, but where were you guys uh, in a in a? Yeah, that's my other favorite. <laughs> How did you know? Um, yeah, I was, I was, <laughs> I was Ricky Bobby from Talladega Nights. So this is the second year we've done that. And um, that is also extremely popular. People love to like yell movie quotes at us, which I'm totally here for. So I'm Ricky Bobby and my friend does Cal Naughton Jr. And then our other friend looks just like Jean Girard. And so the three of us go around together and it's really nice. I get to wear sunglasses and like hide my identity. Like I can stare at people. Nobody knows. Like I don't have to talk to anyone if I don't want to. <laughs> it, it's kind of fun i i really like it but it's so funny that costume cost me 100 dollars. i bought it on amazon i made absolutely nothing and it's one of the most popular things i wear like meanwhile my screen accurate princess leia people are like oh look another princess leia great (laughs) 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 it's so funny but um but it's a lot of fun i'm glad you noticed it because i really i enjoy that one it's comfortable and fun and silly and that's kind of where i'm at these days uh you know i turned uh, i turned 31 and stopped giving a shit so that's that's what we're doing (laughs) only silly costumes (laughs) and this is why i put the explicit hey well if you put the explicit tag on i'm gonna make it worthwhile Well, uh, while we're talking about costumes, too, and I can segue over to Darren. Darren, I am so <laughs> sorry that I missed about? your Dazzler costume. Oh, you're fine. <laughs> there were actually four Dazzlers at the party that I went wow. to that night. Wow. <laughs> and a, and three a- of them were crossplays, and one was a drag queen. <laughs> so, awesome. you know, something about Dazzler this, uh, this year happened in every gay brain, apparently, because that's what happened. Yeah, it was fun. I had a fun time being Dazzler for like the two hours that I could stay up before my bedtime. Oh, <laughs> so, oh, I know, I know. Well, you know, hopefully I've gotten that problem fixed. So, yay. Well, there must and, have been something uh, going on with your outfit in particular because every photo that I saw of yours was out of focus. So, Well, it's the <laughs> lights yeah. coming off of it. <laughs> You know, um, and of course, people who were taking my photo may may have had some pie. <laughs> That's probably it. And your may. pie, yes, 
Uh, maybe. Yeah, you'll maybe. never had pie. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe, maybe. Daniel's still trying Allegedly. to get focus, right? Poor Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> that hangover is going to kill him. When it, when it kicks in, he's going to be like. Kicks in like oh. in November, right? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and it'll last all the way till September. It's like, it's like delayed Jim Jones juice. <laughs> um, how, how was the rest of your con? Any other highlights? Oh, it was. Yeah, it was great. I went to the Legion of Superheroes photo shoot, and uh, I was bouncing boy, boing, 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 and I could not bounce. I had to get off one of the um, big pedal stools at the Hilton there and fell right on my ass. Thank you. Um, That was fun in front of everybody. Yay. (laughs) Um, But other than that, um, Colleen Doran and uh, Keith Giffen showed up, and they were fun to have at the shoot, because they're big Legion creators, and Keith Tried to kill our Karate Kid again. Again, um, he, he can't stop himself. The man has a sickness. Um, <laughs> he almost smiled. It uh, was ow. that disturbing. So that, I was going to say that powerful. That it was that it was that fun of a time for him that he had his hands around a physical Karate Kid's throat. I'm like, wow, this is very meta right now. So um, beyond that. I did a lot of shopping because I'm buying a new place and I need new art. And so I spent a lot of money at the dealer's room on art and I spent a lot of money at the art show on art. So that's another reason why I cut (laughs) out Sunday night. Cause I'm like, another day is just going to be another 50 bucks, a hundred bucks out of my pocket. I need to go. (laughs) I cut out a little bit early. So yeah. Yeah. Well, one to avoid the crowds and two to not spend any more money. So, you know, but yeah, I had a great time. It was a fun time. Spider DJing was great to see as always. Neon at the uh, Spectrum Party was great to see. All all the usual shenanigans, and I I made it to a panel. It was DC Comics in the 80s. That was fun to hear that flashback from everybody up there. Um, There there were some interesting comments about the new DC Comics offices looking like an S&M club. (laughs) I just went, oh, I must tour this place. Um, (laughs) But beyond that, yeah, it was it was a great time hanging out with friends, meeting new people. Sweet, great weekend. Awesome. awesome. Just what just what I needed. Yes, uh, I think uh, I think there was a little bit of that in all of us as well. I think we Pretty all much, needed. A, yeah. You know, I don't know if a collect- break from reality. I was going to say I don't know if required. collectively <laughs> we're just in that you know exper- all experiencing you know too much real world drama that we just really it, it, it makes Dragon Con even more special as an escape, right? Yes. Yeah, I think I think so. I think you need to take a break from everything, um, <laughs> especially as this goes live. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. uh, Mike, what about you? What are some highlights for you this weekend? Um, let's see. Highlights from the weekend was of course, seeing everybody and hanging out with like everyone at the ESO meet and greet. It was awesome. We had over 45 people show up for, for the first Ooh. time. Yeah. So <laughs> it was great. And it just wasn't all podcasters and such like it has been, in, but a friends of the show listeners, Jen showed up with some of her friends, which was really awesome. Uh, definitely, you know, we got to see meet uh, our friend from New Zealand who's going to be on the show later, and she actually brought us beer, which was even better. You know, that's right. She did <laughs> not come empty-handed. No, she didn't. But she I, smuggled in some beer from down under. Well, it's funny because I gave her, she gave us beer. I gave her apple pie, so it was a good trade-off. I that's... thought. You know, it's like I don't. I think I came to Dragon Con with twenty bottles of pie. I left with none. So it was pretty awesome. So it was a good thing. 
Well, I think everyone on the show had some, so it, you know. Yeah, I, I think me and my, me and Cameron probably drank one bottle just because <laughs> you kept refilling our glasses. <laughs> just be thankful I wasn't refilling it. Oh. <laughs> Oh, you guys would have been on the floor. You guys were, I know you guys went to the, what, 8-bit party afterwards. Yeah, which and you guys would have been say, like. That room was amazing. That that 200 Peachtree ballroom was amazing. Yeah, I saw the videos you posted. It was just really awesome. It's like, damn, yeah. I should have come along. It looked awesome. Yeah, I'm, I'm very happy they decided to move parties over there because it was, it was comfortable. It was beautiful. It there was room and you could dance like there was room to dance and the late the laser show the pyrotechnics everything that was it was great it was awesome uh great doing some uh podcasting panels that i got to do i got to meet some friends for the first time one of the highlights was meeting sean vanderloo for the first time in person uh he drove all the way down from northern ontario and 21 hours each way and he he won the iron man award for me so it was pretty awesome. So we got to hang out with uh, Sean and his girlfriend, Sarah. And it was really awesome to, you know, hang out and spend some great time with them. Uh, there was just so many costumes. I think I took almost like 500 pictures this year. You took a ton. And it was just everywhere I was going, you know, I was out till like two in the morning having a, a glass of pie in one hand and the camera going, you know, the rest of the time. So it was pretty awesome. Everyone else went back to the room and I was just like, I got to get more pictures. Come on. And so it was, it was fun. Uh, just, no, it was, it was a neat experience, you know, had some great you know, interactions with some friends that I haven't seen for a bit. Uh, I got to, you know, it was like everywhere you went, I got to see, I saw people that I knew. And also I got to see ESO stuff everywhere, which was really Ooh. cool. You know, people were wearing ESO t-shirts. People walked up to me going, howdy. And it's like, nope, he's in the... No, <laughs> <you're> wrong mic. <laughs> wrong mic. <laughs> I'm not buying you alcohol. He is. So. <laughs> it's uh, ironic because you actually had the alcohol on you. I know I did, but you know. That's what I'm going to need to do. I guess next time I'm going to have to care, make sure I've got some pie with me at all times. I will be, I will deliver pie to you. I'll make a, f- <laughs> I'll f- make a full batch this next time because I only did a half batch this time. So it was cool because I didn't want to bring 32 bottles of alcohol with me to the con like I did last year. Yeah, some of us don't need that much. Yeah, but Darren, you do. No. <laughs> so, but yeah, it, it, was, it was a great con. And like we keep on saying, every year the con is completely different. This year was completely different than it was a year before or, you know, you know the years I used to go when I had William with me. And, you know, then he went off and started doing his own thing. And so, you know, now I'm almost like a big kid again. And it was just always a ton of fun. And, you know, going to parties, going, you know, this, I went to a couple room parties for the first time this year. It was pretty awesome. And, you know, we just, it was just neat to go do, try new things. And that's what Dragon Con also (laughs) is about is experimenting and trying new things and meeting new people and such. And that's, that's part of the fun with it. And, you know, I just had a blast. Excellent. Excellent. And of course, you know, most of your panels uh, have been, a couple of them have been already released because, uh, you know, the uh, Earth Station One panel with uh, uh, our anniversary of Galaxy Quest has already been released. 
as that's a special freebie. You don't need to be a Patreon for that. Nope. Also, the Doctor Who panel we did for the Brit Tracks, Brit Tracks. Yep. Was, was already, already released. And, uh, and, and ESW as well. And, and I'll take a moment too, to plug the rest of the network. Uh, Cause they're like a lot, almost everybody from the network who was uh, on the show or who was at the con has released their shows. Uh, whether it's the Flopcast, nerd bliss, cigar nerds, uh, both of Sean's shows. Yes. Uh, Soul Forge and rested robot uh, cover. And there's, and, and I will say, each one of those is going to be a different experience. When you listen to what they experienced at Dragon Con, it's not going to just be like, oh, they're just going to talk about the same stuff that we did. They're not. <laughs> not at all. Because their experiences, I hardly saw in most of them. You know, if it wasn't for the ESO Network meetup on Thursday, I probably wouldn't have seen half those people. True. Very true. And it's partly, it's just, it's a great experience. And we always say it's like a big family reunion. But it's true. I see only people at Dragon Con once a year, but it feels like I see them every day. It feels like no time has passed. It's awesome. You know, I have friends of mine who live in New Jersey. I have friends of mine who live in California or Sean up in Canada. But it feels like, you know, I, I see these people all the time. I don't even talk to them every week like you we do with the podcast and everything. It just always feels like there's a connection. And that's a sign of a great friendship that you have with these people. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, for me, um, you know, it was, a it was another amazing dragon con. Uh, of course the panels that I did, I did four panels, two of which were, uh, were podcast related. Uh, the other one was the Tiki pop art panel, which we did for the uh, fourth time this year uh, to mix things up. I changed the topic instead of uh, talking about it from the artist's perspective and creating and, and being inspired by Tiki art, it was more from the collector's perspective. How do you collect and how do you manage your collection and, and all that kind of stuff. And that seemed to go over well. Uh, we recorded a video of it and that should be released on YouTube at some point. I got the footage. I just have to edit it. So, um, so that one I'm, uh, I'm very proud of. And it looks like we're going to keep doing those. Uh, they, they, the response from the uh, uh, Dragon Con seems to be pretty good about having a Tiki Pop Art panel. So... Uh, I'm, I'm glad that I'll keep doing them as long as they let me. So I've already got plans. I already know what next year is going to be. So, um, so I, I can't wait for that. Um, but for me, panel wise, and in a lot of ways, uh, one of the big highlights of the con for me was on Saturday night, our good friend, Dave West, uh, had a documentary made about him, which is uh, called troublemaker. And it was making its world premiere at dragon con. So it was being, it was being held at in the um, classic sci American classic sci fi uh, room and uh, which is a which is our home away from home it feels like because we're all going to be in that room at some point during the weekend uh, and a lot of a lot of fun happens in that room and uh, the, but uh, Dave had asked me to host the event so I did a little intro before the movie started and the movie um, of course played out and I hadn't seen it before. I, I had no idea what it was going to be before I, before, before the event. So I was kind of nervous. I'm like, man, I, I hope this is good <laughs> uh, for, for everybody's sake, you know, Dave's included. Um, and it was an incredible movie. Uh, it's really well shot. And if you know, Dave, it's really fun. Uh, you're going to laugh because it's just, it is what it is, who he is. And if you don't know Dave, it's very interesting too, because you can, really see um, 
you can see what Dave goes through and a lot of creative people go through um, and try to maintain a, you know, their geek life with their, their family life, their work life, you know, that kind of thing. And it's how you, how do you balance all that out? Um, and it's really kind of a fun take on that. Plus you get to see like a lot of his action figures. Which, and if you've never seen Dave's action figure collection, it's, it's, it's huge. So oh, yeah. Uh, I remember so, the first time we took William there and he was just like, William was yeah. like, oh, this is like a museum, dad. It's, <laughs> it is the, the, yeah, the Phantom's Lair is something to behold, but it's, uh, amazing. it's beautifully shot and represented uh, throughout the documentary. Uh, and then afterwards I hosted a, um, uh, the cast and crew did a Q and a, uh, so we had a lot of fun doing that. I think it's the only time I was on a panel where everybody had a flask, but me. So everybody was quite, uh, quite inebriated uh, on that panel. Um, and unfortunately I was not, uh, but uh, we still had fun. It was a great time and it was a great honor. So I appreciate uh, the opportunity. And uh, it was, it, I, I, if the, when the movie is released, uh, I will be shouting to the heavens for everybody to go see it and check it out because uh, it's worth it. It was uh, definitely a highlight for me. Um, also, I think this is where we can cue in uh, celebrity encounters because uh, I don't think any of us have really talked about that yet, whether they were um, planned, you know, planned and paid for, shall we say, or whether <laughs> they were just like, they just happened in the moment. Uh, I do know mine happened right in the beginning uh, after I was done setting up in the comic and an artist alley area. I went over to check in the, the Hyatt and checking in with me um, or alongside me, I should say, at the same time, and then riding the elevator up were uh, two of the actors from the series Gotham, uh, Robert, and Lord, Robert and Lord Taylor and uh, Sean Pertwee. And, uh, and that was cool. They both seemed like they were like weary, uh, travel, weary travelers ready to uh, hit their hotel. So, uh, so it wasn't, a, a, you know, it wasn't like a lot of banter, but uh, it was pretty cool. Um, and, uh, and then I did a formal um signing i had a formal signing uh where i on sunday i uh waited in line and i uh i got my picture and a sign from uh freema uh who plays um uh martha jones uh, awesome the 10th doctor's companions but uh and she was great she was wonderful uh yeah very very sweet um uh and and you know waiting in that line and you get to watch the, you know, you get to watch the person for quite some time. And she had kept her energy up and was very nice to everybody who came by and just was, was a great uh, ambassador of the show. But um, of course uh, I did not actually get to meet uh, the 10th doctor himself. Unlike another person on this podcast. Cause I, I know that Mary <laughs> there's photographic evidence that uh, you and David Tennant uh, encountered. You had a David Tennant encounter. <laughs> Yes. Um, oh my gosh, is that on Facebook? Because I missed it. Uh, wow. <laughs> well, my friend got my friend got the photo, so that's like why I haven't seen it. Um, yeah. So I've never gotten a photo op before. Um, there are exactly two circumstances under which I would ever consider getting a photo op, and both of them happened on Saturday of Dragon Con. So. That was cool and weird. Um, no, I'm just personally per, uh, not 
uh, I've never been interested in a photo op before. Uh, so we did one with, uh, one of the, one of the women from Lucifer, uh, for someone that we know who's going through a difficult time. So a gift, that's one reason I would get a photo op. And the other, uh, is to wear my TARDIS dress to meet David Tennant. Uh, which I use the term meet loosely. Anyone who's ever been to a photo up like that knows that's uh, not exactly what happens. But so um, I'll tell this story as briefly as I can. Uh, in 2010, I made my first TARDIS dress and I convinced my uh, friend to make a Dalek dress and, and wear them to a convention together. And she thought that was a silly idea, uh, but did it anyway. And we ended up meeting like a bunch of people that turned out to be like lifelong friends and friends. I mean, hopefully lifelong anyway, I guess I'm not dead yet, but I'm wow, still friends with all those dark. people now. Like, um, <laughs> she's not dead yet. Anyway, I ended up meeting all the people I'm friends with now and they taught me how to sew and taught me, you can go to more than one convention every year and basically kind of set me on the path Geek of goddess. I guess the way my life is now, I mean, it changed my life. Like, I mean, that sounds dramatic, but it truly did. Uh, and so she asked me if I wanted to wear our old Jahardis and Dalek dresses to meet David Tennant. And I was like, Oh yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So anyway, long story long, that's, uh, that's how that happened. We threw on our, our very old and falling apart and extremely unimpressive by our standards these days, costumes, and uh, and and uh, got our photo with David Tennant. We didn't t- get to talk to him at all, but um, <laughs> yeah, that happened. It was weird, and uh, I don't ever want to do it again. <laughs> it is it is very much an assembly line, right? <laughs> it's like boom, 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 go, go. Yeah. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, it's so strange. Because, like, I mean, I didn't, I didn't have any expectations, but I have waited in line to like meet celebrities before. Um, well, no, that's not true. I have not done that, but I have seen other people do it, and it's so weird because if you go do that, it takes you know God knows how many hours for you to get through. But once you get through, you do get to talk to them and thank them and have them sign something and have a couple of like private minutes with them. But in a photo op, it you don't get to talk to them like basically at all. I mean, a couple of words, but that's it. You get maybe 30 seconds if you're lucky. And, but on the other end of it, it's very efficient. They get you in when they say they're going to get you in, they get you out in a timely fashion. It doesn't take up your whole day. So you've got these two extremes of celebrity interaction. I mean, and I don't particularly love either of them, but um, I just think they really appeal to a different type of person. Um, and I think that that's kind of yeah, cool, actually. Yeah. Well, the picture, of course, lasts a lifetime. So there's, you you've got that, and uh, you yeah. guys look adorable next to him. Thank you, thank you. It was cool. Um, I mean, his his doctor, him being on Doctor Who and us watching it, really changed my life. So it was only only fitting. It hit me right in the nostalgia Aww. bone. So you had to do it. Uh, any other celebrity encounters by anybody? Unless you count walking by the guys from Dragon Con TV once. No. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, look, the range of level of celebrity it can, it can go from, you know. I got my yearly hug from Uncle uh, George. Dragon Con is Dragon Con's uh, not complaining. Oh, yeah. Uncle, Uncle George. George. 
well, pretty much every single night at Brian Humphrey's photo booth. Uh, and I randomly kept running into like Francis Chow and Wes and Steven from the expanse, just walking around. Uh, so that was cool. I did, I did some of the paid stuff too, but they're obligated to be nice to me when I'm paying them for that. <laughs> well, you, well, uh, you yeah, think I, so, but some of them aren't. But yeah, yeah, yeah some of them have been less than nice. Like, like I did, we did the, the boys team up um, with Carl Urban and Jack Quaid. Um, great thing about that, we got this group of firefighters who was in front of us, and they had gone to see the boys panel the day before and heard them talking about pranking each other on set. So that night they went out and walked to a Publix and got lost at like 10 o'clock at night in downtown Atlanta to go get a birthday, to go get a birthday oh, cake. That's bad. To bring to the photo op the next day. And then they got icing and wrote happy birthday cunts on it and hit it behind their back as they were walking up to take the photo. And right when they got in front of them, whipped out the cake and Jack Quaid like fell down to the ground dying laughing it's like it was a great scene to like watch of course after that then they like rushed everyone else through the photo because like 10 minutes were spent laughing and looking at the cake and then jack made everybody sing happy birthday and uh but it was still fun to watch uh and then we did we did a photo with ben browder uh and then anson mount He's yeah. he's always yeah. fun. Ben he's is cool awesome. I, I don't think he's ever been at a con that I've been to, so that was great to get to see him in person. I I also have a uh, it's not really a story, but I did have a, a George moment as well. Um, I think it was Sunday morning, Sunday or Monday morning. Uh, we happened to leave the Hyatt together at the same time to walk on over to the. Uh, uh, pop artist alley. So uh, I was talking to him um, about his weekend and it became very clear to me that I couldn't <laughs> keep up with him. <laughs> uh, I mean, George left me in the dust and I was like, you know, for all the people who are like, Oh, you know, he's older and all that kind of stuff. I'm like, man, I really got to yeah, get well, right That's his vacation. That's because... as much his vacation as it is all of ours. Like, yeah, he does an <laughs> autograph session, but he loves Dragon Con. He does. Yeah. He absolutely does. Yes. And Dragon Con loves him back. <laughs> so, um, uh, <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, I guess you, I don't know. I guess it's a, it's considered a celebrity encounter now, but, you know, of course, throughout the whole weekend, uh, I got to see, you know, the various things that were happening yeah. with the band. <laughs> so, Ah, <laughs> uh, John, 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 or John. John. <laughs> Will you ever win, John? <laughs> so there are people out there complaining, saying, "Oh my That's god, the facing yeah. of company property." I can't believe the people who did that. Have you been to Dragon? Yeah, that's exactly. That is <laughs> that's, uh, really? I just love that someone left him a lemon verbena deodorant soap or something. It was just like the most random item someone has gotten as a gift for Christmas or something. Just put it down by John. It's like, oh, <laughs> he looks smelly. Must be the third day of con. Wow, <laughs> that was that was insane. Uh, but uh, yeah, there are if you for those listeners who have no idea what we're talking about, 
there are doc there are documentation of blogs of of this standee, this FedEx standee, John, who uh, through the course of the weekend uh, was um, uh, experienced a lot of the cons. There's a whole himself. <laughs> and yeah. he didn't and he didn't have to go anywhere. Oh, the, but he did go somewhere the him. last day. He went he went a traveling. <laughs> well, no, true. somebody got grabbed him for... and took him through all the different hotels, and they like. Oh, really? Yeah, they, yeah, they a... had pictures yeah. with him in all the different they hotels. Photo- oh, I did not see that. Oh man! But then they also yeah. left a shrine to him. I saw the shrine. Originally. I saw the shrine. I thought he was claimed. I thought the FedEx people were like, "Nope," and they took him. And then no, he he got him. taken on a tour. Then somebody grabbed him and threw him in the trash, and then. People got permission to go get him out of the trash, and then he went on tour again. <laughs> wow. That's kind of like every party or Dragon Con's <laughs> experience, really. Friends <laughs> have to go bail you out. Well, we're getting close to the end of our wrap-up. I was going to, you know, usually we talk about some of our favorite cosplayers um, and cosplay costumes that we saw, and uh, you know what? I think I'm going to, uh, you know, sort of skip that this year because, A, there were so many. So just look at, like, and you can just look at uh, um, uh, Mike's photos uh, as well as tons of other photos out there. And, you know, there's no way we could do them all justice on this show. There was just so many. Um, more than any, I think, more than almost any other year I noticed. It just seemed like everybody really stepped up this year. I don't know whether that was intentional or not, but, um, but I also want to talk about some of the, uh, like, just if there's anything else about the con that you guys noticed this year or want to point out um, uh, in particular, I-, I have to give the Marriott credit for the gender neutral bathrooms. Yes. Uh, Seriously. I-, I thought that that was an amazing uh, thing to do for the convention and it, from what I understand, I could be wrong, but it caused. I saw no a hassle. few people like making snide comments online, but they were like, they were shot down. Yeah, of they course, were shot down as safe. soon as they said anything. Like, yeah. I used those bathrooms multiple times, and everyone was in there every time I went in. There were no issues at all. And I, I did not. Well, you nah, gotta go. You gotta you're... go. You gotta <laughs> go. You're, you're on a mission, I'm, you know? I am hoping. Hoping by next year that the top floor on the marquee level will be also gender neutral because those were the only ones left that were men and women. Men and women. Yeah. yeah. So I'm hoping that will be taken care of. And I hope I some of the other it, hotels will follow suit. I, I don't know whose idea it was, you know, but if it, I mean, the Marriott actually had to sanction it and let it happen, uh, certainly for their own hotel, um, if it didn't happen with some of the other ones that they own. But I mean, I have to give props to everybody for having to to do that. I mean, that was just that was a just a great um, uh, sort of olive branch to everybody, you know. Like like this, we're we're willing to do this because they didn't have to at all. Uh, no, that's a great way to put it, actually. Because so, you're right, they didn't have to do that. But yeah, it, and it was one of those things I didn't expect. You didn't hear anything, you know, about it. You didn't, you know, this wasn't a uh, uh, an agenda. This was just something that they just decided to do, I guess. It just, and you know, I thought it was really nice. So um, anything, any other moments or anything else about Dragon Con 2019 that uh, you guys want to give a shout out about? 
Yeah. We're also tired still. <laughs> we are. We are. It was a good time had by all. Huzzah. How's that? And uh, you know what? I know that, uh, look, we're going to start recording our 2020 coverage in January. No, no, no. No, no, we got three months. Uh, we got three uh, months. So And uh, it will go by like nothing because it's Halloween, Thanksgiving, Xmas. Yeah. I, you know, this is, this is the part of the, the year that just slides yeah. into the next year without you looking. Right. So, you know. And I know that, you know, I mean, look, we've – there are some people who are – bless them. You know, if you're listening to this and you're a fan of Dragon Con, you're a fan of our show, we, we appreciate that. Uh, but we really do need to take these three months off. Like, well, I, I've I've had several people uh, approach me and say, like, why do you guys take time off? Um, because <laughs> for our livers, <laughs> we we need to. Like, we just do. Um, there's enough coverage, certainly, and enough things that we could talk about, and we could, you know, have a show every month. But uh, who would record it? Um, so I, yeah. So no, no. Um, uh, as Not they me. say, like, <laughs> yeah, like. Like the holiday season is the time to be with your family. Spend with your family uh, and then join us sleep. again in January. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's getting cold. I'm it's tired. hibernation time. But I, I will have to say for 2020, you know, it's, it's, it's never too early to plan. And right now, if you do want to get, you know, a hotel room, it, it's time. It's time to, to do that. And uh, it's time to reserve your uh, membership badges. Uh, they are, I guess with service charges, about a hundred bucks right now, they're only going to get more expensive. Um, so, um, so get them now while they're still, you know, reasonable. And, uh, and then, yeah, start thinking about what you guys want to see. Um, we're going to take a quick break and we're going to talk to, uh, when we come back, we're going to talk to Alyssa and, and, and hear her experiences uh, from Dragon Con for her first ever Dragon Con experience. Um, and then we're uh, close out the show. So we'll be right back with Alyssa. Everyone these days could use a little support and your friends at the ESO network are no different with the ESO network Patreon. The cool thing is, is when you help support us, it's you who will benefit with four tiers starting for as little as 25 cents a week. You can listen to some of your favorite network podcasts early hear exclusive content, maybe get some ESO swag, or even possibly take a shot at the geek seat. All you need to do is sign up at patreon.com backslash ESO network. Well, now that you've heard what our experience was like, um, we have a returning guest who experienced Dragon Con for the first time. And we got to talk to Alyssa and try to prepare her for uh, a little bit for the, the experience. But now she's back to tell us how right and how wrong we were in terms of in terms of our uh, preparation, so to speak. Uh, welcome back to the station. Oh, thanks for having me back. Absolutely, absolutely. So, uh, your first Dragon Con. Tell us about the experience. Ah, oh, so uh, so where you were right. Um, nobody's experience is the same, so you can't nope. tell anybody. Um, what's the best thing or what's the the worst thing or I think everyone has a completely different experience and um, as I was saying before I went with my kids so ages 19 and 15 um, and we had three completely different experiences going all all very good everybody wants to go back which 
we can't next year, but uh, <laughs> unless I find a way, I'm like already trying to plot ways that we could do it, but it's cause it's such a journey, but um, yeah, it was completely different for all three of us. So we've got to remind everybody, you came all the way from New Zealand. You just weren't coming from yeah. across the country or anything. You came from right. the other side of the world. Right. We came all the way from New Zealand, but we're, as you can probably tell from my accent, North American um, originally. So we are from the States, but have lived in New Zealand for the last seven years. So, so, so it was uh, their first time going back in five years to the U.S. Wow. Wow. So yeah. that must have been significant as well. So um, yeah. now, as far as, you know, your expectations going in, um, you know, Dragon Con is got a huge reputation for a lot of different things. So I'm curious as to um, where your expectations were met and uh, maybe even exceeded or disappointed in some ways. So I can't, I'm a hyper planner. So I joined, I think about every Facebook page. So I felt like I had a a reasonable expectation going in. Um, Although exceeded, definitely exceeded. I don't, I was not disappointed other than feeling like I couldn't do everything I wanted to do. Mm. Uh, That was the only thing that was really disappointing. I think I had, I probably got through a third, maybe, maybe 20% of what I wanted to do. That's actually good. Uh, I was going to say, that's actually pretty good. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. And that was with a list, you know, of Uh things. Um, But of where it met expectations, yeah, the breadth of interesting things available were beyond my expectations. The panels, every panel I went to had something, some facet of it that was really interesting and unexpected, I think, as well. So those are, yeah, those are a few. As far as, uh, now we had a um, recorded record crowd, uh, 85,000 people, attendees yeah. uh, over the uh, course of the four days, five days really now. Um, did that, was that experience having that many people, was that uh, overwhelming? Was, do you think it was managed well? Uh I think it was managed well. I mean, there were a couple areas where you really felt it, uh, the vendor hall, um, standing in line for that. Uh, But that was an experience in and of itself, standing in line. People were pretty, you know, kind and um, polite and funny and outgoing in the lines themselves. So I didn't, didn't get a lot of crazy attitude there. Uh, walking down the street was interesting <laughs> between hotels, so I felt it there. But I stayed away deliberately from the larger panels just because of the crowd issues, thinking I could get more, see more if I went to fewer of the sort of more esoteric panels, I think. Mm-hmm. How long did it yeah. take you to get into the vendor uh, hall, and when, when did you go? Uh, we went twice, and the first time it took maybe 45 minutes, but we had happened to walk upon it early on uh, Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. So that was be- between after the parade had started, or no, before the parade had started. Actually, we got into line at about 9 a.m. So um, because we had just been happened to walk in that direction, we saw the, the giant line, my son and I, and we thought, 
oh, wow, that must be, well, I thought it was for the parade initially. And then I thought, oh, actually, that's for the vendor hall. And it wrapped around the whole building and down another block and across the street. And so we got into it at that point, but it moved in pretty quickly. We got in in about 45 minutes. So That's yeah. not too shabby, we, actually. No, I, I think it was you, though, that had said to go on Saturday morning while during the parade is a good time because a lot of folks are are out at the parade yeah there are as you can see there are a lot of folks out at the parade (laughs) yes so so you didn't get to see the parade much no we we opted i mean i think that was the other thing that that you folks had mentioned that was really helpful which is that you had to manage your expectations in terms of what you could get done so you had to make choices like Saturday night, do I sleep for once or do I go out again? <laughs> I had to make an adult choice there. Um, so, so, how, so did you stay for the whole Dragon Con or were you there? We did. Oh, wow. Yeah. We were, we were actually, we had come in early because my, our plane had got, had been canceled. Um, we were supposed to arrive Wednesday night ended up getting in Monday night because we had to change flights. And so we were there even two days early, uh, really. And we stayed till Monday evening. Oh, wow. Yeah. We did the full on. We thought if we're going, we're going. Oh, and you did. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) And well, I mean, it's not like there's, you're going to run out of things to do, right? I mean, it's just impossible to do that at Dragon God. Um, And we, I uh, got a chance to see you on Thursday night, which was awesome. Yeah, that was uh, awesome for the uh, at the uh, ESO meet and greet. So, uh, and that that you were just getting started on uh, your DragonCon journey on that day and that night, right? Yes, that was actually the one of the few times that the three of us, me and my kids, were actually together, and we it was because we had actually met there. Um, my son was coming out of. Um, D&D on his way to werewolf my daughter had left something and was about to go into one of the dances and I was about to head back so (laughs) the hotel so it was like this little culmination of that we were actually all at the same place at the same time now um now through the course of the I think you said that you stay you didn't stay in one of the host hotels correct yeah we stayed off-site okay what was that experience like uh so not knowing what it would be like to be at a host hotel, um, I can say we could always get an elevator. <laughs> so that was a positive. Good point. That is a real good point. <laughs> uh, so it being far away, we had to plan our trips in and out um, more at after dark. So I spent more on Ubers than I had initially anticipated, but worth it. I mean, so if we, if we were walking over in the day, we had no, it was no trouble to walk. Mm-hmm. Um, but at night we would, if, if there were two of us walking back, we'd walk. If there was just one of us, we would take an Uber. That was just our agreement that if there, we were alone, we would take an Uber back. So that, that's something to budget in. On the other hand, huge free breakfast. So we would, we would go in the morning, get this huge breakfast and that would last us almost all the way to dinner. So that was good. So budget wise, it was a, a bit better. We ended up spending less on food than I thought we would. Mm-hmm. Um, particularly my son who was, who, who would just get into the D and D and then not eat for 12 hours. That sounds about right. <laughs> that's, that's right. Yeah. That's a, that's a gamer mentality. <laughs> yeah. What did your daughter think of the show? 
Oh, she she loved it. So she's she's actually about to move out and move to Wellington. Um, and she's a creative creative person wants to do writing. So for her, she found a lot of folks that were of similar ilk, I suppose, and um, that she could collaborate with. And yeah, so she met a lot of folks. Um, a funny story is that when we went to Disney World. She's she saw someone that she had met at Dragon Con there as really? well. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah. awesome! And they're like, "Hey, I met you at Dragon Con." Like, oh my gosh, that's right. Yeah, we did. Oh, that's cool. So, yeah, she she loved it. She was so her schedule would be um, wake up at eleven in the morning, <laughs> sort of meander out of the hotel by one thirty two o'clock, um, stay out till three in the morning, <laughs> and then come back. Um, so she would, and as opposed to me, I'd go to sleep earlier. Being, yeah, I think I stayed out past midnight twice. Um, Ooh, daring then, there! I know, I know, I know. I just felt I needed, I needed the sleep. Um, but yes, yeah, so we were on completely different schedules. And then my son would also he'd stay out till yeah midnight or one doing werewolf. So that is cool. So yeah. I'm glad it was such a good experience. What, you know, for now that you're no longer a newbie, what would you recommend to people coming who are going to be coming for their first time now? I think what I'd recommend is is really getting on Facebook early on because there are a lot of groups. Um, I met so many cool folks even before I got there. Um, I did a kind of a craft beer tasting group that met um there was uh the the viking raid which was probably my highlight um meeting all the folks that were doing that i met before i even got there so so that what by the time i did get to dragon con i felt like all right well i know a few people and i met a whole bunch more um cuz i didn't know anybody before i got there so that was that was one thing the dragon con newbies uh facebook page was super helpful yeah, there. I think that would be one of them. Again, that's that's me being a hyper planner. My kids were like, they just winged it and had a great time too. So, <laughs> um, okay. So you mentioned one of the highlights was the uh, the Viking raid. Tell us about that. Uh, so I had I wasn't going to cosplay, and then I thought, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. So one of the cosplays that I had was this Viking one, and somebody had mentioned in some group I saw that other folks were going to get together and do this Viking raid. So I thought, well, I'll just join that because I've already got the cosplay for it. So it ended up being 70 of us that, that got together larger than they had ever even anticipated. We did photos on the Hilton steps. Um, there was a proposal. This girl proposed to this guy and he said yes, and it was like then they had our engagement photos were with all the Vikings, and then we went around to the different um, bars <laughs> and raided and drank mead <laughs> and um, carried on through the night. I met some really cool folks that I'm still in touch with now. So yeah, that was probably one of my highlights because it was so unanticipated. Um, mm. All there's so many bits of it that were unanticipated and still really fun it just was really fun 
what what I have to ask, what did you think of the level of costumes and cosplay at Dragon Con? Gosh, I mean, next level. I I stopped taking photos because I just thought (laughs) (laughs) they're so weak (laughs) relative to how amazing. So when I got back and I was showing my husband, we were just on the Instagram of Dragon Con. I said, you just... I mean, to see costume after costume after costume after costume that was next level. I mean, uh, so impressed, so impressed by by those. And not just the quality, but also the 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 variable. Like, it's just like you'll yeah. never know what you're going to see next, right? I mean, oh. whether it's a made up character or something from a TV show or a mashup, people are just so creative. Yeah, I love that, and I love the response to it. I mean. It's so it's an overwhelmingly positive response, um, regardless of the costume. It could be completely risque, it could be completely conservative. It doesn't matter. People still have this incredible um, positive response. So, now what about uh, your panels experience? Did you did you attend some panels? Yeah, yeah, I went to a fair few, um, and they were all different. Like I, I like I said, I think I got something out of all of them. Uh, I think my favorite was the diversity in literature on the uh, young adult literature track, which I would not have expected, but was walking by and thought, oh, that that looks interesting. I'll I'll just pop in. And the the level of the authors and the um, dialogue was, was great. But I also went to some that I completely, I'm trying to remember what one was called something like the intersection of technology and art um, that was nothing of what I expected, but was so interesting. And and it was a smaller panel. So the audience participated a fair bit. And because of that, um, they had, there was just this really respectful uh, interaction between the panel guests, the different people in the audience. And I thought that was a really organic experience of, people exchanging ideas uh, from populations that were completely diverse and was really interesting. Wow. So, hey, you really yeah. did have a completely different Dragon Con experience than I did. <laughs> not, not that, I mean, we both had a great time. Not, don't get me wrong, but it's like, I mean, you did a lot of things that I'm just like, that's, that's it's awesome. See, it really Mike, is that's awesome. what happens when you walk away from your table every once in a while. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I'm, 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 I'm chained there mostly. So oh, I, uh, I don't get out much, but uh, um, it sounds like overall uh, the experience was a positive one. Are there any, any sort of negatives that uh, you can, that you came away with? Um, yeah. Let's see. I'm trying to think of what would be the negative again, just not being able to do all the things that yeah. I wanted to do. That's a, that's a, that's a, that's a good problem to have though. Right. Yeah. Uh, the heat, (laughs) but you can, it's not, that's nothing you can control. Um, and just glad it didn't rain. Yeah, no, that's, that was true. I guess one thing is the cost. I think you have to really, uh, well, most folks would have to budget for it. Um, that's just one, that's just a reality. And so I don't think that's a negative or just, a reality of having to budget a hotel and food and Ubers and, and costume and, and all of that stuff. So it can add up a lot. Yes, very much so. 
And that's not even, yeah, that's all outside of the price of, I think the price of the, the Dragon Con membership is really reasonable compared to what you, I mean, when you look at what you get for that, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, completely compared to any, any other con I've been to is, is probably the least expensive. um, If you compare it to like a, a PAX or a Comic Con uh, for, for five days, that cost is, is much more reasonable. I think it's, it's all the other bits, the travel, the, the hotel, the food. And but yeah, I, that's, I mean, if, if that's the only negative though, I, yeah, I, no, absolutely. That, uh, that's the only thing I can even think about. <laughs> now with your experience going to other events, other conventions, other fan get togethers, would you say that, you know, it, the experience of dragon con is unique in a lot of yeah, ways. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, absolutely unique. Uh, because, because of its 24 hour nature, I think that's the thing that makes it the most unique. Uh, other cons that we've gone to, it ends when the con ends and then you go off and you go to your hotel and then you might come back the next day or not. But because it's a 24 hour event for the full five days, it makes it completely unique. I know people who don't even leave the gaming area ever <laughs> at the con, literally. That may have been my son. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, there are people who show up there on Friday morning, and they don't leave till Monday, literally. They oh, stay my there gosh. The whole time. Oh, yeah. Oh no, 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 no. He did have to shower. We did, we did adhere to the, to the one rule. Well, I'm glad he did because there are people in there who do not. Yeah. A lot of Axe body spray. That's the problem. Oh no. Yeah, that's, that's if you're lucky. Yeah. Good point. Uh, <laughs> well, very cool. Um, anything else that uh, you, you took away from the weekend? Oh, I think, I guess if I had to say, I, Putting, putting myself out there, meeting a lot of folks, uh, which is not in my normal nature, if that would be something I would say I would recommend for other folks. Okay. You see my daughter drifting in and out of the background here. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you think, uh, so it, from what I gather, you're saying that DragonCon creates or has an environment that if, if you're not comfortable uh, being social, like it's a little bit easier. It makes it a little bit easier. You think? Yes. Yes. That's, that's exactly it. Uh, because none, none of us are, are naturally social beings in, in my family. Uh, but we were all able to meet people and, and felt very comfortable and welcoming. I think it's a really welcoming environment. So, oh yeah. Yeah. Even the first time I walked in, I felt like I'm home. This yeah. is, you yeah. know, even though I didn't know a single person at the con, it was just like, these are my people type thing. Yeah. yeah. It, this really natural affinity for everybody there is what it felt like. And I don't, that is not a natural feeling for me. <laughs> I'm glad it was such a positive experience for you. Me too. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. So, it was really good. I, I highly recommend if I highly recommend it. Well, we appreciate you uh, coming on uh, certainly before and after to report on your experience. Um, and, um, you know, hopefully we'll see you there again, if not next year at some point. Uh, I hope, to, I definitely hope to be back. Um, 
I think the kids will have to fund themselves from now on. <laughs> <laughs> so that is awesome. Uh, fair enough. Fair enough. Well, thank you so much. Is there anything that uh, you'd like to promote or, or anything that, uh, you know, you would like to share with people before you go? No, 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 that's, that's, yeah, I don't, I don't, um, I just have a regular job, so uh, <laughs> no promotions. <laughs> well, all right. Well, very cool. Well, we promote you. Thank you so much for joining us. And uh, until Thank next time. And so we draw a close to our final episode of the 2019 Dragon Con Con Report. A big thanks to everyone for joining us on this episode and for the entire year, 2019. We, we really appreciate all the listeners, all the support you guys have given us. Uh, much thanks to everybody who's uh, joined us for uh, the show, all the guests we've had, all the people that have uh, wrote in and uh, sent us audio comments and just participated in every single way, sent, sent us suggestions. We got a lot of those this year. So thanks so much. We really appreciate it. And uh, yes, we are going to rest up and uh, we'll be back for 2020 in January. But uh, before we get out of here, I have to thank our station crew. Thank you so much, Jen. Yeah, thank you. Always a pleasure to Absolutely. be on Absolutely. It was nice you. having you. It was nice having you part of the show. You were on, I think, what, two episodes? I think this is my third. This, this will be my All third. Right. Yes. Awesome. Thank you. Well, you Careful, are welcome. You might get used to this. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, look out. Um, uh, because, yeah, once you're in, it's... it's. Yeah. <laughs> I'm perfectly fine being one of us. <laughs> uh, and thank you, Mary. Absolutely. Glad to be here, guys. I'll, I'll see you Absolutely. next year. And, 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 yes, yes. And uh, and I'll come back to Jen for a second, but because I meant to say, like, okay, so in the meantime, in the quiet periods, where can people find you? What you doing? Oh, uh, Blurred Nerds Podcast uh, on Facebook, although right now I'm on a bit of a mental health break from that. <laughs> I'll be back in a few weeks. Uh, the Geek Father has uh, guest hosts uh, with him. Uh, doing that and if you're a fan of rockabilly music you can find me every week on the hill country hayride that's on facebook as well uh but it, it airs on a commercial station but you can listen online awesome right, thanks jen and mary where can people yeah, find you can you? find me on twitch at mary lou games uh or on instagram twitter and facebook at mary lou who blog awesome awesome thanks so much again and thank you darren Oh, you're welcome anytime, sir. And and where can people find you? Um, usually, I'm roving around the uh, com, where we broadcast the Legion goodness. And of course, and a lot of hey, Legion, we're getting a, lot of a new news. book! Yeah, oh my god! Hey. We're able to talk about issues not in the 80s and 90s! Wow! <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. And of course, you know, you all are welcome to be on, uh, join us on Earth Station One uh, throughout the year as well. Oh, really? Of course. Really? Absolutely. Oh, you're okay. forgetting I have a film waiting in the wings. Yes, you do. Yeah, you <laughs> we're do. We're so going to do a little camp drama opera for you. <laughs> no more fabulous, wire hangers. Fabulous, darling. And of course, thank you, Director Faber, for which none of this would be possible. Oh, it's my pleasure, as always. <laughs> Again, we try to cover all we can with this series, but keep up with the latest news. Where can I be found? 
<laughs> You're found right here on the DSO Network. No, it's okay. Keep on going. Come on. There's Mike. Where did exactly. Mike go? Everybody knows where to find Director Faber. I do apologize. Where can no. people find you? No, it's too late. Keep going. It's okay. Wow. Gonna sit here in the dock by himself. I know, I'll be, right? I'll be okay. waiting here till January. <laughs> letting my hair, my hair grow out, my nails. You know, uh, leave me in the dock like a dog. Exactly, the dog that I am. I share where I I'm kept in this relationship here. Well, uh, you know, I I will have to say that uh, you know, apart from Dragon Con, there's another big event that's happening before the end of the year. And that is Earth Station One is celebrating its 500th episode. And we will be recording that in November. Uh, Listen to Earth Station One and we will reveal more details about what what the plans that we have are. It's going to be really fun and special. Very cool. Should be interesting. That's going to be one way to put it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So now... We try to cover all we can with these with this series, but to keep up with the latest news, please check out all the official DragonCon website, media, social outlets, social media outlets. I said that wrong. Okay. The official <laughs> Dragon... <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> check out the official DragonCon website, social media outlets. All the tracks are active on Facebook, and then once they wake up, from their slumber, they will want your ideas and input on what programming to provide you with in 2020. So reach out to them. Uh, we can also be found on Facebook, Twitter, and Stitcher. Uh, we're also, uh, I believe, on a couple of other streaming services, correct? Spotify, right? Spotify, and we're working at getting up on Alexa and iHeartRadio. So we want you to be part of the station, part of the show. So feel free to join us on in, in all those social media. Uh, be sure to check out the Amazon link at the top of the ESONetwork.com site. Again, it doesn't cost you any more to purchase your stuff, and it does help us out a lot. We also have a T-Public store, and, of course, there's our Patreon page, where you can find DragonCon coverage throughout the coming months and year. Thanks for listening. I'm your host, Mike Gordon, and all year long, it has been my pleasure. We'll see you in 2020 at the con. See you next year! <laughs> And we're done. Woohoo! So long and thanks for all the fish. So sad that it should come to this. We try to warn you all, but oh dear. You may not share our intellect, which might explain your disrespect for all the natural wonders that grow around you. This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping through Amazon.com or the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.